Hello guys, and welcome back to my podcast. I hope everyone had a good night. I know I'm a little late. I'm starting this afternoon. Um, It's been a really busy day. So let's go ahead and we're going to get to our first topic. So today we are going to talk about love and acceptance, um, where I'm going to emphasize the importance of love, respect, and acceptance for one another and others. Um... I'm going to show you my experiences. Um, I encourage listeners to embrace diversity, challenge stereotypes, and foster an inclusive society. Um, I want everybody like to just take a moment. I want you to just thank God and you know because you're here and you know what I'm saying. You're alive and you're well. And, it's another day, and that's something for to be thankful for. Amen. Okay, so, you know, um, I want to let you guys know that I understand you. You know, the ones that are going through a lot of things. Um, I want to give you guys something you can thrive without fear of judgment or discrimination, no matter what it is you're going through. Like I said, um, my channel is not just for members of the lgbtq community or whatever um it's for anyone and mainly i'm here to speak about um you know just going through tough times in life and you know a topic's going to change every day so every day we'll have a new topic to talk about um you know and what, how we go through these these things in life and you know sometimes we feel like we're alone and we have no one and there's always someone out there that cares and loves you. Maybe they want to see you do better. Maybe they want. Maybe it's tough love. You know. Maybe it's. It could be anything. You know. Um, for those of us who don't. Um, well, those of you guys or me. For those of us who don't have a support system because you're you're transgender or gay or whatever it may be. Um, or maybe because you, your mom thinks you look like your dad and she's mad at your dad and your, your mom and your dad don't get along anymore, don't live together. So your mom's mad at you because you look like your dad and it makes her act different towards you. You know, it could be anything. There's still someone always out there that cares about you. Even if it's, no matter who it is, and at the end of the day, God loves you. And that's what you should always remember. You know, we go through these struggles in life, you know, because God wants to show us that, you know, that we need Him. You know what I'm saying? It took me a long time to realize that and to come to the conclusion that, you know, um, without without Him, like, you know, a lot of us would be out of there. I mean, I know I've been there before, and I'm still going through it. I fight it every single day. Um, I still deal with homelessness. Um, I still deal with, you know, using sometimes. I'm still dealing with um, hurt inside. But I'm doing a lot better than I used to be. Um, you know, I don't do the things I used to do. I don't involve myself in the criminal activity I used to do. It doesn't make what I'm doing right either. You know, um, because of my situation and things that I'm going through and because I'm trying to really change things, you know, um, I've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, but real soon, um, 
Uh, what I'm planning on doing is um, everything that I make from my podcast, which now you guys are available on podcast through Pandora, um, Amazon Music, also Google. Um, so if you guys take a minute and just, you know, um, congratulate that. I'm so thankful that, you know, I have this opportunity and going to school and just receiving my professional certificate, you know, and learning social media marketing and things like that has really helped me a lot in, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, you know, in this type of um, field. And, you know, even though, like, I just started and maybe this is all new, it's, it's definitely a lot of work, you know, um, I hope to make the most out of it, but all in all, um, I hope to really get my message out to everyone and hopefully by the next year, which for sure by the next year, um, within the next couple months, actually, um, I'm saving all my money from that I make um, through my podcast and I'm gonna um, save it and go to a rehabilitation um, for six months um, to make sure I'm clean of everything. And um, you know, I plan to use them. So, um, what I was talking about is. Um, Sorry, I had to take a break for just a second. Um, so, um, basically, um, I want everyone to um, really um, try to think about, um, you know, if you are dealing with addiction and struggle, you know, and it's hard out here and you realize and you think no one cares, that's probably because, you know, a lot of people don't care. Um Personally, especially the ones that are on drugs really bad. Why? Because they're going through their own struggle. And drugs make people, I guess you'd say fiend for them. Fiend for the drugs that they are so worried about themselves that they don't have time to worry about anyone else. And they don't care about hurting anyone else. And it's really, um, you know, it sucks. It sucks going through that, you know. You know what? A lot of people that get caught up in that lifestyle, you know, especially, you know, because they feel like they have no one to turn to because they feel like um, people are going to judge them or, you know, maybe they're just hurt really bad and they use drugs to cope with what they're going through. Um, There's always hope out there for you, you know, and if we just stop and we look at what we're doing and we try to make a change, our minds would be so much clearer and we would think so much more positive. And... We wouldn't need anyone else to do better because there's resources out there that are willing to help us, you know, and, you know, people that you reach out to, there's people out there that actually care. And just because it's not blood or family or something like that, there's, there's always people out there that care. And no matter what, you know, um, I love you guys. I love everyone equally. And, you know, I have came a long way in my addiction and my uh, battles, you know, and, you know, um, selling myself um, in the sex work industry. Um, 
I started out on the streets before, you know, um, I was in a really, really bad spot in my life because the addiction took me over. Um, I was using needles to inject um, methamphetamines, um, and so I was so caught up in my own addiction, and the addiction became to where I needed more and more and more and more, but I focused on that, and I was willing to do anything it took to even get that, you know, and... It was more miserable, like, than anything, even though it feels really good for that time being. And you're just like, man, this is, like, the best feeling in the world. When you come off of it, it's not anymore, though. You know, then you, you, you start off with everything before you start doing drugs, before we get on drugs, and before we, you know, all these things happen. A lot of us have jobs, we have money, a little bit of money in our pocket, and then, you know, it just takes that one time, and it's like, let me try that, and then... You do it and then you realize that you're hooked. And even though it's fun and the sex on the drugs may be fun, it only lasts for so long and it's not fun anymore because those fun things that you're doing while you're on the drug ends up turning into misery because then you end up not going to work because you're too high to go to work. And then you end up becoming pretty much homeless because you can't pay bills. Because you make how you have no income, you know, and as you slowly progress to lose everything that you have and hit rock bottom, all those people that were around you doing drugs with you, that you're paying for all these drugs and, and so forth, they're not there anymore. They're not they're they're gone, they disappear. And then you're by yourself with nothing and some of us have to sleep on the on the streets. I've had to do it before. There were several several days where I slept on the streets in the heat. And just wish that there was someone there for me, and someone that would care and open with my open arms and love me and accept me for me. And you know, that's hard to go through. But you know, over the years, um, making these mistakes have taught me a lot and about life in general. And I'm 28 years old, and I still have, you know, a long life ahead of me. I hope. You know, if God allows me to live that long, and I love to have fun. Don't get me wrong. I love to to party still. I love to do all these things. But I realize that all the partying's not even really as fun as it was a long time ago. You know, and then you know because it was so good and staying up for so many days, and you know, that's that's not really fun. You know what I'm saying? That we might think it is. But it's not fun, because when you come off of it, you're just gonna want more, and you're gonna want more, and you're gonna want more. And then nowadays, like, the drugs are not even worth anything. Like, they're not even worth it because they're not even half of good as what they used to be. So what's the point in doing them? You know, what's the point in even having them around? Like, it gives you more of a reason to put it down and open our eyes, you know, open our eyes. And I'm not one to tell anyone to change, because I still, mess up I still am an addict I'm still you know I'm still facing battles in my life you know um my relationships that I tend to get in um because you know I, I am transgender and it is different I'm out there for a lot of people and and most men actually okay guys welcome back I had to take a little break again um someone came in and I normally don't like to do my podcast you know, around anyone, I try to, you know, do it on my own, but, um, there are gonna be days, um, coming up soon, 
possibly tomorrow, where I have guest speakers coming in and, and talking. And one is actually my mom. I'm going to get her, too. She doesn't know it yet, but I'm actually going to join her in one of my podcasts. Um, because I do want you guys to really, like, um, hear her story and the things that she's been through. And even though, like, I asked her and she's like, oh, no, that's your thing. She's like, I don't want to have no part of the podcast. But I think that, you know, if you guys hear her story and just listen you know, to what she's gone through. I believe that, you know, it'll it'll inspire you because she inspires me, you know, every day. My mom did, um, she just got out of prison less than a month ago, say about three weeks ago maybe, and she's changed so much, you know. She did, she spent eight years in prison for, you know, aggravated kidnapping and aggravated robbery, you know, um, and it's it's definitely changed her. And I never thought my mother would change. You know, like I said, growing up, I had, like, a really bad childhood. And, you know, um, my mom was out of control. My dad was out of control. And I watched them go through their own pains and sufferings, you know. Um, they lost my brother when he was two years old. And my mom was pregnant with me when he, um, he died. And it changed my mom's life forever. It changed my dad's life forever. And that's when the drug use started. And that's when you know, the, the crazy lifestyle just, you know, it just got worse and worse, you know, and to watch my mother grow from, from being that person to being a very religious, not a religious person, but she has a personal relationship with her God is beautiful. It's beautiful to see someone that went from rock bottom down to nothing, from nothing to being so inspiration. Talking to my mother, I get, I get chill bumps sometimes because her voice is just amazing. Like the way that she talks to me, she gives me so many. Um, she just wants to see me do good, and she wants to see she wants to see me um, prosper. And, and instead of going through um, my, the misery that I'm going through, still I got, that I'm going through, my mom has um, she doesn't do drugs anymore. She used to be a drug dealer. Like I said, I don't want to tell her full t- her full story because I'm gonna let her talk and tell her full story. Um, We'll talk to talk to you guys a little bit about it. Um, like I said, she doesn't really know that um, I'm going to join her in as a, as a guest tomorrow. But I am going to, and I really want you guys to hear what she has to say. Because, you know, it, it will make you... It'll inspire you. It'll make you cry. Her story is, is, like I said, it's amazing. And, you know, she does not... She don't even smoke cigarettes anymore. She went from smoking tobacco to methamphetamines or crack. My mom's done all that. She sold drugs. She went from all that to a, a person that has faith in her God. And she has a personal relationship with him. And she's always telling me, you know what I'm saying? You need God in your life because without him, you, you won't make it. Like, you're not... You need to believe in God and stop listening to other people. And, you know, all these these preachers and things like that get up and talk about, you know, how... God is is going to judge me and I'm going to go to hell because I'm, I'm transgender even though like it's not a choice I've, I made um, I've been this way since I was a little like a little boy starting off as and now, now I'm a girl but <laughs> um, but when, as a little boy you know like I always knew that I was different you know and my mother knew I was different and you know I, like I said I didn't quite understand myself either but you know obviously like growing up and you know going through the struggle and and, and then finally making it to the point to where I'm, I am now and you know it took me a long time to actually like um, be myself completely and be able to take uh, hormone replacement therapy I didn't start hormone replacement therapy till I was 28 years old I've been on hormone replacement therapy for nine months 
um, and it's changed my body so much that, and into a female, you know, um, and it, more and more it changes, even though, like, I already look like a female, like, more like whenever, before hormones, um, when I got on hormones, it really did the job, like, <laughs> um, I've never had any type of surgery or anything like that, um, it's all just natural through hormone medication, um, I take the hormone injections, I take spironolactone, which is a testosterone blocker, and, you know, um, on another chapter, another episode, I'm going to talk about, you know, like hormone therapy and what it does to m- your mental health and what it can do and like, you know, how to stay strong on it because I definitely have gone through a lot of mental breakdowns <laughs> um, through the hormone therapy, but it's made me feel so much better all in all. You know, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm myself and it reduces the testosterone in your body and, you know, it makes me feel like a beautiful woman. And even though, like, I am trans, you know, people look at that and they're like oh, okay well you know you're you're really really hot or pretty or sexy you know and that makes you feel so good because you know but it's also at the end of the day like you have to <clears throat> I don't want people to look at me and as a fetish or you know someone that they can just have sex with whenever they're high on drugs or and that's what that's what we see like as a trans woman like it's what I see a lot of in in my in my culture well mainly because you know um Guys, a lot of people don't realize, like, how many, you know, like, even as a sex worker, you know, how many guys out there that um, have a trans fetish and love transsexual women, and um, they, there's more than what a lot of people think of. They actually did a research study recently, um, I believe it was the, you can um, actually look this up on Google, um, I looked up one day, because like I said, being in the sex industry, so many men that I messed with, and and been around, which I, I get hit on by guys that ha- are with women and never, never go to the alternative lifestyle. And they, they just like women, and they look at me and they're like, "Wow, you're so beautiful," and you know, you have me second guessing this. And so then they second guess and they do, and they do what they got to do, and they they want to explore. And like back then, you know, I mean, I would explore it with them because I was I was high on drugs, and that's it makes you, you know, want to have sex with people and do different things. Well, I explored, um, you know, I would take them through the exploration, I guess, and they would like it more than, than I thought, and, and then it just kind of, then it becomes that, you know. Um, so I looked it up on Google, um, why do straight men have transsexual fetishes? So whenever I looked this up, which I know this is a little off topic because I was going to talk about this also on another episode, um, but I guess I can kind of add it into, you know, what I'm talking about. I'm just kind of rambling on today. Um, nothing particular to talk about. Uh, what, I, what I needed to talk about, I kind of said already. Um, I didn't put a whole lot together for today, um, so that's why I'm kind of just talking a little bit more about other things, so that way, you know, it's not just a five-minute um, episode. Um Anyway, so um, basically I looked up uh, online, you know, why they, why they like it. And they said that psychologists have researched the, um, the sexual attraction towards trans women, um, cross-dressers. Um, and that, I guess it was a poll done on Reddit, um, which is, if, you, if you, get, you guys that know are, are familiar with Reddit, Reddit is actually like um, something that someone asks a question and other people answer it. So um, it's real popular. 
Um, you usually see it in a search engine through Google, whatever. So I looked it up and it said that, that I guess from that, um, they asked a um, hundred and something um, men, straight men, that um, do they like do they like transsexuals? I mean, do they identify as straight? And the the percent would shock you on what it was. I mean, it was like um, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, I don't want to say the numbers wrong, so don't get me completely wrong. Like, don't, I don't want to be, look like I'm lying or anything like that, but I'm going to say the percentage, definitely. I'm, I'm not even going to say a number because I don't want to, like, um, give you guys the wrong information, but I do know that um, most men that mess with trans women and psychologists and have um, researched it during the scientific study that most men that date and date transsexual women are heterosexual. Sometimes it's bisexual, but very rarely is homosexual do they identify. And I'm like, hmm, why? Because, you know, they, that's, of course, like, you know, uh, being transgender and having gender dysphoria um, makes you feel like you're like a, um, a real female, like every day in life, even though you might have, still have your male, um, your male organs. Um, at the end of the day, it's no one's business, like what you have either, um, if somebody asked me, oh, well, do you still have your, um, your parts? And it, they, it, I believe that it's not a respectful thing to ask someone that. Um, the thing is, is why is because it basically, it's none of no one's business. First of all, you know, you don't have to explain to anyone, um, like what do your genitals look like or whatever, because you know, at the end of the day, just because you have a, a penis or a vagina, that does not... Um, define you necessarily um, you know um, that's why you know I, I think that you know what's what's really in your heart and your mind is what you really are you know what I'm saying and when we take female hormones obviously what it does what does it do to us it turns us into the opposite sex um, it begins to make our body think that we're the opposite sex and um, breast development grows um, the body um, starts getting thicker in the, um, the hips and the butt <laughs> um, the face starts to change because you know it's all a part of um, it's all a part of I guess you know just the human anatomy and um, so you can't really um, you know just just it's crazy though out there how many guys and you know I wish that guys are more like open about things because a lot of guys that mess around with trans women like I said they identify as straight but at the same time they look at us as a fetish you know more like and it's hard to find someone that's truly gonna love you for you you know and it's and it's hard to to build something like a life and um, a, a, a family with someone when they just want sex from you and that and then and they just lust after you and it becomes an obsession which in our world you know they call it tr- a tranny chaser so um, but most of these guys would be married to women and stuff and, and you know just because we're transgender does not mean that life has to be about sex and drugs and partying and that's what you know if you, statistics show that you know like people that are trans uh, have a big, um, a high rate in that type of sex work and, and drug use and all those things. And that's because, you know, and then a lot of them that I've met, you know, and, um, and that I know very well, everyone just focuses on that, you know, 
they don't believe in love because they don't feel like they can be loved. They feel like, you know, they need to do that and they have to do that. And that's not, that's not the way to be. And that's not, that's not the way to live your life, you know, um, because I want to be happy in life. I want someone I can settle down with and say, you know, I love this person. This person, you know, accepts me for me. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a girl in his eyes. I'm a female, you know, not just a transgender woman or, you know, but I'm a girl and I'm someone that, you know, um, I just want to be respected for what I am. Oh, no, not not have someone around that's going to be like, oh, um, you have a penis, but you're a female. Um, because it doesn't give trans people the, the right... Um, the respect that they deserve and then just just for, for working so hard and um doing what they're doing and you know I, i've been in a, uh just got out of a relationship recently and um doing almost nine months which is not that long really um i was going through the struggle with them and i've been in several relationships don't get me wrong but all these guys and um he actually identified as bisexual though and I really fell for him um, because, you know, I was out struggling. He struggled with me and went through so much and gave up his job, which, you know, for me, and that's not the way to be. If, if someone's going to if someone's gonna give their job up for you and everything else, you know, it's not it's not healthy. Um, it's It will ruin your relationship, when, especially when both parties don't have a job and there's no income coming in. But, you know, he got with me because, you know, he did drugs. He was horny you would might as well say and wanted to explore some more because he had a trans fetish so um i did it and um i fell into it and then after the first day we met we started living together and we we got closer a little bit closer and the sex was just really good and i fell for him and i loved him and then i thought that i met someone that loved me too you know and months went by and then you know the fighting began it started and you know and I sit there and I seen some of the things that he would do to me and some of the here's some of the things that he would say to me and it would hurt me so bad and I would just cry and cry and cry you know and I didn't understand why you know like why does he want to do this to me and then I'm sitting here you know um now now that I'm thinking back on it you know we've been split up now for a little over a month and now that I'm looking back on it it's just like you know there's there was no love there from from him because it was all about sex. It was all about getting high on drugs and having sex with me, and that's it. Even though he made me feel loved and it made me feel good at the time, that wasn't that wasn't real love, you know. So he just filled that part in his in his heart in his mind. You know, he was looking for one thing for me, and I wanted so much more than that, and. That's what I want. At 28 years old, I mean, you should get to a point at that at that time. You're like, okay, it's time to really just sit down and chill and and, and um, be happy and find someone that you can spend that the rest of your life with. And he would him being 38 years old and me being 28 years old. I thought that's what he would want too. But then I started realizing, you know, more and more that um, he would watch porn um, after not at first, but he would watch pornography more and more and more, like trans porn and. Um, then it started going from that to straight porn, and then he would do it while he we had you know sexual sexual um, encounters together, and it would hurt me even more. It would, it would bring me down even more because I'm just like, why, you know? And I just noticed that our relationship was only lust from, from on his and his on his part, you know. So he left me, 
really for no reason. And then um, he came back and then left me again. So it happened about three times within um, a two month period. Um, and it hurt me and it just dragged me down. It, it dragged me to the ground. I mean, it hurt so bad. And then, um, you know, he, he, the last time he left me, he left and he hasn't come back and he's been gone since. And I, I don't want him back, you know? Uh, I thought me and him could be friends, but he's now with a female which um kind of made sense which i figured would happen you know because why because there's it's like these guys these guys these men don't they're not looking for love with a trans woman they're looking for love with a female but they want to have sex with a hot trans girl whenever they want it they want it and you know it gets it gets tired those of you that are going through those type of things with relationships and just wanting to find someone and be happy don't think I don't know how that feels because I know how it feels to be lonely. I know how it feels to have nobody. I know what that feels like because I've been there. You know, um, God knows I've lived a struggle and I still struggle and hit rock bottom almost every day and um, struggle to survive, like to eat sometimes and have a place to stay and homelessness. I still struggle with all of these things and I'm not going to say, oh, I've changed my life now. Um, and that's why I'm here to talk to you guys is because I'm working on transforming my life, but I have some legal issues that I got to take care of and, um, and all that. So saving money is necessary before I go put myself in um, a six-month rehabilitation um, center and get my head on right and my thoughts right. Um, just recently, um, graduating from, from um, with my professional certificate in digital marketing and e-commerce, and um, also, um, I also have a, another certification in project management um, and also um, career coaching. Um, it's really, like, motivated me to do this podcast. And it's really motivated me to talk to you guys and, and just see what you guys think. Uh, I want you guys to um, subscribe to me. I want you guys to talk to me about um, what's going on, if anyone's going through anything, you know, if, if you can relate to me. Um, I want to hear your story, and I want to hopefully um, add you to the broadcast one day, um, whether you're trans, like I said, or a female, or a, man, or a male, um, straight, gay, bisexual, it doesn't matter what you are. Um, you're still one of God's people. You're still loved. You're still... Um, you still mean something, you know? Um, I want to know your story, and I want to see what we can do to, like, um, come together and put our minds together and see what we can do to make a positive outcome out of it and just be there for one another, you know, even if it's through a podcast. The main thing is, is that we're showing love to each other and we're showing that, you know, we care, and that's the main uh, the main thing in this all because you know God is love and God tells us to love each other and not treat it people not treat people bad and not to you know and that's what's wrong with the world these days you live in a time where you know people forget what love and loyalty and respect is and you know so don't let other people around you influence your your ways and turn you negative and turn you into not love love others and because that's the devil you know what I'm saying and and we don't, we shouldn't be that way because God is not of that. He's of love, you know, and care. And for so long, I didn't even believe that. You know, I was a pagan and I did the witchcraft thing. I believed in Mother Nature and, um, you know, the eight, um, the eight um, different days that they had, um, you know, that they, the winter solstice and uh, December and, you know, all the pagan holidays. Because I believed in it, I believed in Mother Nature, like you know, that from the the grass growing and, the, and but now and all that stuff just 
was not right. You know, I took on that because I believed at the time that God hated me because I was the way that I am. And that's not the truth, you know. It's far from the truth. And we're going to talk more about that another time, too. And I want to talk about that with my mother, actually, who is, um, like I said, a big time, has faith in God and knows a lot about the Bible. And she she has um, studied it, and God has showed her so much. And she speaks to me about it all the time. And, and it just it encourages me. And I'm glad that I have her in my life because I love my mom. And, and I've missed her for so long, and I haven't got to see her in person in eight years. I still haven't got to see her. But, you know, I plan to see her soon, and, you know, I see she's doing a lot better, and that motivates me to do a lot better, and that motivates me to do better because I want her to see me do better. She just doesn't want me to end up in her footsteps and be 53 years old and be in this, you know, uh, be in the same boat and do so many years in prison and waste more time in my life. Everybody deserves to be happy, you know, and, you know, even if you can't find someone out there to, to live your life with and you have to do it you know, by yourself, you're not alone, you know, there's, there's people out there, there's, there's, um, there's resources, like I said, group meetings, um, there's people that, um, like, uh, therapists that are willing to talk to you and, and tell you that they care, I'm here, um, like I said, if you ever need me, let me know, and, um, so my question for you guys, um, I don't know if you guys would answer, I know this podcast thing is new, and I'm just trying to build my audience, and, you know, I still have more time to do that. Um, my question to you guys is, um, what, what are your struggles? You know, um, what is something that you struggle with that, um, that you really need help with? Whether it be an addiction, whether it be, um, whatever it may be. Um, I want you to tell me, I want you to message me and I want you to tell me what you're going through. And I want to, you know, um, I want to kind of see where, like, kind of how we compare, and I want to hear, hear, like, you know, how it's affecting your mood and your daily lives and the way and all of that. So, um, well, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Um, it's been a long day. Um, I'm definitely um, tired, so um, I'm really late doing my podcast, and I really apologize about that. I'm new to this po- podcast thing, um, but I am growing, um, and so. I want you guys to stay tuned because it's only going to get better. It's I'm definitely going to get a lot better in the future. Like I said, I'm new to the content. I'm new to everything. So, um, And as I grow, I plan to make something out of this and hopefully build a career in this. And I hope you guys are there to support me. And, um, you know, if any donations that you're willing to or whatever that you um, want to donate to um, JoJo's life as a trans woman... Um, they're going to go for a good cause. They're going to go to um, better my life. Um, they're going to go to um, deal with my legal situation I'm dealing with. And then one day we will all talk about that and it'll be a part of the topic. But right now I'm not really comfortable um, talking about those things. And we will get there and I'll feel better about it at the time. Um, it's nothing too bad, nothing crazy. But, you know, I'm just not ready to talk about it just yet. But I will share it with you guys um, eventually. <laughs> Alright, so I want everyone to have a blessed night tonight and get you some good sleep and um, tune in with me tomorrow at 2 o'clock p.m. for another um, episode of JoJo's Life as a Transgender Woman. Alright, everyone have a good night and I love you guys. Message me and let me know um, what you're going through and let's see how we can talk about this and what we can do to make it better. Alright, have a good night.